Good morning, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. <laughs> it's the first day of fall. Fall arrives uh, just after three o'clock this afternoon, and with it, fall weather. Rain, rain, and more rain. Already, guess how much rain's fallen in Jackson? I don't know. It feels like you're up outside right now. Just over an inch Ugh. of rain in the last 12 hours. Uh, the weather service says we could get a total of four inches in Metro Detroit, which has had more than its share of rain this year. It could get up to six inches by the time it's over. We used the heat seeders this morning in the car. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing, but it, is. Uh, it was chilly. Very chilly, 53 degrees. Yeah, 53 now. And our high today, 56. We have a flood watch remaining in effect. So definitely uh, fall weather finally here. Yeah, fall weather is here, which means mud, rain, mm -hmm. and fun. And I think a lot of people uh, are happy that we're getting some rain because it's been a long time since we've had any. And we've had such gorgeous weather in September so far that, uh, can you believe it? People are actually tired of good weather. I'm never <laughs> tired of good weather. I would like it to be perfect out every single day. Well, I think so many people love fall, including me, that the weather uh, for fall needs to match the season. And it soon will. It is today. Uh, 24 new cases reported yesterday by the health department. 20 persons at Henry Ford Legion's Health. And you know what's likely to happen today, Andy? What? The state will surpass a million uh, cases total since the start of the pandemic. Crazy, right? Yeah. That's probably 12, 13% of our population. Mm -hmm. It was interesting, Monday, um, the, the numbers reflected that 98 new clusters in the state in schools, we're doing okay here still, mm -hmm. which, is, which is good. Um, we're a month into school in Jackson County and, and we're doing really well. So I think that needs to be talked about a little bit. It's about a month from today, so. And none of those 98 clusters were from Jackson County, so. Very good. Yeah, Off to a decent start, really. I mean, yeah. I think kids are, you know, parents, you know, even more so, if your kid is sick, you're not going to school. I think if there's a cold, you're more nervous about it than you were last year, so you're gonna go get tested. So I think, um, I think things are playing out a little, little bit better than maybe we anticipated as we kind of stepped into the school year. Knock on wood. Yeah, plexiglass. reflection of I think a lot of the planning and uh, cooperation that all the school districts in Jackson County have had uh, leading into the start of the school year. Uh, they um, are not having smooth sailing in other counties no, in uh, Kent County. This is uh, unbelievable, but the Kent County Health Department Director, Adam London, he's had it. He's, at, he's up to here. Uh, on Monday, uh, a woman tried to run him off the road. What? The health department director, a <laughs> woman, tried to run him off the road because she's, she was mad about the um, health officer's uh, requirement to wear masks in schools. So she, which, was he in his car or was he on foot? He was in his car. Oh, so she tried murdering him. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. I wonder if uh, her children will maybe get some you know, unfair treatment because of that now <laughs> at school. Um, we can't try and kill people, that's no. for sure. And we've already had death threats in other counties. The Genesee County Health Officers received death threats. I know. So Yeah, scary yeah. out there for uh, folks just trying to do their job the way they were trained and educated to do. It is, uh, it is nutty out there. Hey, how about yesterday? That was fun. We got to see the Schultz and the uh, Caesars family over at Aspen One that Hour. That was a nice time, yeah. That was very cool, and I was thinking about it as we left there. 40 years is a long time mm -hmm. in business, so. Any, and we've been celebrating milestones um, for businesses, and it's just amazing that so many great Jackson businesses are around and thriving today. And um, I look out the door, we have a over 100-year-old business helping us out today, Emmons Service. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks, Darby and uh, staff for helping us out with our little uh, little back alley there yeah so there's a there's a little little meeting down there this morning but just um, always inspiring when I uh, see uh, small locally owned businesses thriving and uh, congratulations to those guys as well and I got a free t-shirt what color did you pick I picked black me too mm -hmm. yep. if you didn't make it there yesterday you can I'm sure go today because they got a ton of t-shirts that they'd love to give you 
as part of their 40th anniversary uh, celebration. Did you take advantage of any of the uh, Weatherspoon's uh, food? I didn't. I got to talking to Mr. Weatherspoon so much that I forgot <laughs> to ask him to make me something. But uh, the Tasty Spoon was over there, and uh, that was good. He's sometimes set up at uh, the old uh, Todorovs across mm -hmm. from St. John's. So uh, check out the Tasty Spoon if you get a chance. Yeah. We've got, uh, in fact, with um, you mentioned the uh, anniversaries of the businesses, uh, the the uh, really resilience of Jackson County businesses throughout this pandemic. We've been uh, blessed and lucky that uh, we haven't had any uh, businesses close due to the pandemic that we know of. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case in a lot of other areas. So uh, we think uh, the support of the community of our local businesses has been uh, one of the reasons that we've been able to make it through the pandemic so far, thanks to that. Yesterday, the governor announced that she and the legislature have come to an agreement on uh, next year's budget, which starts October 1st, $70 billion. And there's still $10 billion that they aren't even spending yet. Is there any in there for me? No, mm. no. Uh, major investments in the childcare industry, the highlight of the budget, uh, $108 million more into the state's child care subsidies. So more than 100,000 uh, families will be able to get uh, subsidies. We've got to sort that child care thing out. We've got to talk mm -hmm. about that again after you yeah. finished. Uh, child care staffers will get a one-time bonus of $1,000. Any child care worker, how Wait, about what? that? Uh, police, local government, roads and bridges, free community college, uh, frontliners, free college. $40 million for Pure Michigan. Remember a couple of years ago? They, they, they nipped everything, yeah. yeah. Which so. was, you know, they nipped everything and uh, the entire country traveled to Michigan uh, to spend their tourism dollars anyway. So mm -hmm. I guess that campaign paid off years ago. Hidden in the uh, budget, it's a thousand pages. And one of the, uh, and this has nothing to do with the budget, but the uh, state will not be allowed to require employees or customers be vaccinated against COVID-19 or uh, the state can not enact any kind of mask rules for students. Those um, two requirements are in the budget, although they have nothing to do with the budget. Nothing to do with money. No. no. Hmm. Just interesting. We, uh, we were talking about Dancing with the Stars yesterday and uh, your nephew has been doing some work on Dancing with the Stars, mm -hmm. but uh, I want to show you my favorite performance of all time from Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. It's not funny, it's, it's good. Is it this year? It is. It's oh. Amon Shumpert, former NBA basketball player. With his partner Daniela, it's Iman Shumpert. Am I the only one that thought that was one of the best things in the world? He's a better dancer than basketball player. Easily, Brandon. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He knocked that out of the park, so. Um, I, I guess. give it a seven, yeah. maybe an eight. How many did what? they give him? What did they give him? I don't know. How could you not give him a 10? Well, they don't give 10s this early in the season. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well that was very good for an early season performance. Mm -hmm. So, I'm uh, proud of Iman. I just watched uh, <laughs> the beginning of it the other day to see your cousin Tommy's uh, animations, uh, introductions, okay. uh, transitions. But I haven't watched it since they dumped Tom Bergeron from hosting. Who is hosting? I don't know, Jada Ty Pinkett or somebody? Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. 
That's great. He's an executive producer. Oh, OK. Yeah, OK. I need to, well, I like to just watch the fun clips like that. You know what every show is talking about? The Gabby Petito case. That's unbelievable. I don't understand the um, fascination and the amount of uh, print and air time. I do. I can tell you what's going on. It's, do you remember in the uh, um, early 2000s when America jumped on every single kidnapping case? Mm -hmm. Every single. Shep Smith, he was on the scene. Mm -hmm. And it's been a long time since you've had a weird case like this, and I think social media has really played a huge role because they were documenting their trip on social media. There are so many um, trail cams, dash cams, security footage, and there are so many people that all they do is spend time on social media and they're gonna figure out this case and find mm -hmm. out where this, where this guy is. Um, but yeah, there's just so many questions with this story. It's terrible. And then you had the, the police uh, body cam footage that you know, was released when they had an incident. And uh, that's just scary, so scary, so terrible. Um, they gotta find this guy. Yeah, well, I'm sure they will. And it's really, that's what's happening. The true crime, the true crime podcasters, of which there are thousands, mm -hmm. plus all the TikTokers and Instagrammers that are, they're, they're giving up their jobs. They're on the case. To follow, to, do, to work on the case, literally. Mm -hmm. So, it's And I tell you, when they find this guy, I mean, he's getting the chair. <laughs> I mean. I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going on. And, and uh, some, something someone brought up to me last night. How, this, this kid's either the luckiest kid in the world or not being caught, or he's one of the smartest psycho killers in the world. Because how has he not been caught? Uh, he's traveled. He's had to get gas and food. So I don't know. This, kid, this kid's crafty. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they find him today. It's I'd only like a matter them. of time. I'd like them to find them today, and then I hope he uh, answers some questions. And I've got his, uh, some questions for his parents, too. His parents. His yeah, parents. his parents. A lot of questions lot for of his questions. parents. Yeah. Unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Yeah, it's an awful story. Yeah. Just a terrible, terrible yeah. story. Uh, congratulations to uh, Barry Marsh. Barry Marsh was uh, appointed as Columbia Township Supervisor to fill a seat. Uh, Following the death of longtime supervisor Bob Elrod, uh, Barry Marsh, longtime fixture in uh, Columbia Township, uh, most recently as uh, clerk, current clerk. So, congratulations to uh, Barry Marsh. The uh, despite the weather, we did have uh, some sports. I don't know if we'll have any today, but let's get to our extreme dodge scoreboard for today. Uh, volleyball. Michigan Center 3, Addison 2, Grass Lake 3, Vandercook Lake 0, Napoleon beat Hanover 3-0, and Concord beat Springport 3-0. Uh, Manchester and East Jackson, I, we did not get a score in from them. Over in boys soccer, Jackson with a nice win, 2-0 over Chelsea, Lumenfeld to Harper Crick, 2-1. Northwest and Hastings with a 2-2 draw. Marshall beat Western 2-1. And Hillsdale beat Columbia Central 6-2. Girls golf in the IGL Conference Finals. Columbia Central finished second with a score of 388. And Concord finished fourth. Equestrian. Yes, I said equestrian. Did you know we had equestrian? I do. Grass Lake, they are moving on to the regional. And uh, the Grass Lake Equestrian team scored nine first place finishes at uh, the meet on Sunday. So it's mm -hmm. great. Well, I did not, I would love to see this. I want to give a quick shout out. Um, there's a great article on our website about uh, uh, Matt Rankin and Paige Hubert, uh, mm -hmm. two of the members of the team. And then others on the team include uh, Sierra Chapo, Anna Schwerin, Catherine McClelland, and Shandy Stark. And I would like to get the names of the horses too. At some point, they should get credit. Yes, they're, they're doing I'm thinking a lot like of the work. Sadie, Bell, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Trigger. Wait, what's that? Trigger. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Red. Uh, so congratulations to them, and uh, that's very, very exciting. So. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one more uh, note: uh, a relative of Brandon, Connor, Connor Bullinger and friends, they came in with their uh, their baseball team, and and they won 30 to nothing here in town. 
And check 30. out the galleries on JTV.TV, those uh, cross-country meets. They ran them in pouring rain yesterday. Yeah, for sure. And Jeff Steers has some great photos from the Grass Lake Michigan Center Hanover Horton uh, cross-country meet. Plus, we've got uh, volleyball, golf, and more every day. High school sports on JTV. Uh, one more uh, COVID note. Do you know anyone that's had their third um, shot yet? Mm -mm. Today? Yeah, well, no. Yes, you do. Grandma? No. Who? Uh, well, I can't say. He, he might not want people to know. But we, <laughs> we do know someone that has okay. a third shot. But today, uh, the CDC is uh, meeting to decide which Americans can get the third booster shot. As we know, the <laughs> FDA said it just can't be passed out willy-nilly. It's got to go to certain population, and they didn't define who that population is. Today, the CDC will decide, and it's likely to be people age 65 and over and those with uh, other health issues. I think that makes sense, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Brandon, Brandon it has... But there was a football it score. Was a football. He said baseball he twice. Said baseball, baseball two or yeah. three yeah. times. I guess uh, that makes more sense. It yeah. totally went past my head. They're so. not playing baseball. Not as impressive as I originally <laughs> thought. It's still, <laughs> still 30 to nothing, but... Yeah, it's quite okay. a great baseball score. Jeez. It's a good football. It was a Bollinger we were talking about, so we figured it was baseball. That's probably what happened. If you were planning on going to the Auto Bella, a uh, big auto show in Detroit today, it's been canceled mm. uh, due to the rain. They were trying to, trying to do an auto show. I have uh, never been to the auto show, as you know, and uh, mm. I think that's something I'd like to do at some point. Have you been? Yes. Is it a nice times. time? It's, it's crazy. Yeah, yep. I bet. Mm -hmm. Who's on the show today? Today we have a great show. We have Debbie Kelly from the Enterprise Group, and then we'll be joined by our city manager, Jonathan Green. Stay tuned. When you open a Michigan-made checking account with True Community Credit Union, you can earn up to 2.25% APY each month based on the activities and relationships you have connected to your account. Open your Michigan-made checking account. Visit TrueCCU.com. If sweat is your body's natural way of cooling itself down, and condensation is a beer's natural way of saying, drink me. Michelob Ultra, superior light beer. Welcome to the Blessed Nest, located in between JTV and Tilted Arcade, two doors down from the Dirty Bird. We are a proud retailer of Brighton jewelry, women's clothing, shoes, and boots. We have a great selection of unique gifts for the whole family, home decor, wall art, and furniture. We also have a baby section and men's gift section. We appreciate our customers shopping local because you not only help our business and employees, but also the community that we donate to and sponsor all through the year. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, and Calhoun counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. Attention auto enthusiasts and casual cruising fans. The thrill is in the hunt. From the sleek curves of a candy red Stingray to the imposing frame of a jet black GTO. There's a surprise around every corner. Downtown car shows take place May through September on the fourth Friday of every month from 5.30 to 8 p.m. There's free fun for the whole family, including contests, giveaways, live music, and more. For more information, contact the Downtown Development Authority at 517-768-6410 or jacksondda.org. Collins Brothers Floor Covering, because new carpet is like, ah, very nice. But commercials suck. Don't change the channel, change your carpet. Collins Brothers Downtown, excellent. Established in 1940. That's before the war, sucker. 
Welcome back to The Morning Show. Our first guest today is from the Enterprise Group, Debbie Kelly. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, how are you? We're doing great. Good. And uh, I know it's an exciting time of uh, year for you because we are celebrating manufacturing with students and a lot of our manufacturers around here. Absolutely, Friday, October 1st kicks off Manufacturing Month. It used to be just a week that they'd celebrate leading up to Manufacturing Day, but they've changed it a little bit. So Friday, October 1st, is the kickoff of Manufacturing Month. So it's very exciting. It's appropriate that you're here today as it's pouring rain because our first Manufacturing Day was just like today. It was, I remember. <laughs> it was so cold, so rainy. Our kids were just soaking wet, but hopefully they enjoyed themselves regardless. So what is Manufacturing Day? Talk a little bit about that and, and what happens. Well, Manufacturing Day is an annual celebration of manufacturing. Um, it really puts the spotlight on our manufacturing sector, all of our companies, I mean, nationwide. It's just, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. We're raising awareness mm -hmm. for manufacturing, for modern manufacturing and all the, you know, the diversification that goes on in the manufacturing companies. I mean, when you look at any of your, anything, it had to be manufactured, yeah. you know, it's a product. So we really want to put our manufacturing sector in the spotlight. We want to get students excited. We want their parents, their teachers, principals, superintendents, counselors. We want everyone to be aware that there are so many careers in manufacturing. And if anyone is interested, I would encourage you to reach out to me, email me, give me a phone call. Um, I will connect you. There's so many awesome people in our community um, that have connections to can help these students find the right pathway that they want to take. And even if someone wants to change a career, for example, they, there's opportunities for those people as well. I think it's so cool getting to actually go in, meet the people, see what they're doing. The only exposure I got to uh, a manufacturer was, uh, I think it was Eagle Satellite in Albion, Michigan, and I didn't like it that much <laughs> because uh, the owner yelled at me and uh, his son for fooling around with the equipment. Oh, but no. it was, you know, it was what we thought Factory. Is the word factory gone? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, perspective of manufacturing has totally changed. Mm -hmm. You know, you can walk into some of these plants. I mean, look at how clean they are. Robots. It's yeah, just, it's they're crazy. amazing. It's just, it's really, it's cool. You know, it it's a cool, cool thing to watch. It's exciting. Um, and I tell you, you can, the, the future workforce, you can make some good money in manufacturing. Great money. You know, there's, you get your certification, there's apprenticeships. You know, some only acquire, you know, you, some you just might need an associate, some you do need bachelors, but there's so many different pathways to take depending on what uh, skill you want to learn. This is a clip from the Manufacturing Day video that students will be shown on Manufacturing Day because again this year it's virtual to uh, keep the kids safe, but you take students into uh, several manufacturers to see uh, a little bit behind the scenes. Absolutely, and we've got so many participants <coughs> in this video. Um, you know, JTV, you guys have been amazing helping us get the word out about Manufacturing Day, as you always do. You guys have been a great partner um, for this event. And yeah, again, this year we have to do virtual. We're really hopeful that next fall we can get the kids back into the manufacturing companies, mm -hmm. get them hands-on you know, get them looking at all the cool robots and all the cool machinery and get them interested. You see what, uh, if you saw on the screen, you saw Technique and Technique U, what they're doing, um, kind of with their uh, kind of pipeline into the workforce. But talk about Jackson County in general. These students, whether they're in high school, career center, or getting a certificate, their exposure to what we have in Jackson, I, I don't think you can get it anywhere else in the country. I don't think so either. I mean, we have so many education programs, so many, you know, so many partners that are working on this initiative for talent and future workforce. We've got, you know, I mean, just yesterday I was reading about the grant that the ShopRat Shop Foundation and the College and Career Access Center got. What perfect timing for that to happen mm -hmm. with, you know, in concert with Manufacturing Month and Manufacturing Day. So that's exciting. There's so many people that have their hands in there. You know, a lot of our schools are focusing on, you know, some of the skills needed for manufacturing companies for our future workforce. So, I mean, we've got, we've got great programs right here in our front yard. It's interesting, the manufacturers uh, are, I think, uh, just as excited about having the kids in, in the shops. It was, I think, surprising to me during the first year of tours and manufacturers that the 
owners and managers were saying, well, this, why don't we have these kids here all the time? Mm -hmm. Al Glick said, why aren't we, <laughs> let's get right. them in here. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah, bring them in. And even now, even though we can't, you know, have all the kids take tours this year, you know, if there is a student or maybe a small group of students that really want to see a manufacturer, want to do job shadowing, please reach out to me. Mm -hmm. I will connect you to the right people because it can happen. I can make sure it happens yes. for these kids because it needs to. And it's, you know, we're, we're really excited about it. Very passionate. Debbie Kelly is with us, Vice President of the Enterprise Group. More with Debbie after these words. Lester Brothers has been performing driveway installations for over 30 years. Crushed asphalt is one of our most popular driveway gravels and an overall Lester Brothers favorite. When spread properly, it can last for many years. It's 100% recycled, environmentally friendly, quarter of the cost of hot asphalt, dust-free, and ready for immediate use after construction. Contact Lester Brothers today for a free timely estimate for your future crushed asphalt driveway or parking lot. Trick or treat? Forget the trick and just treat yourself this fall. Now through October 31st, when you open a qualifying auto loan or personal loan or refinance from another financial institution, you'll have the chance to win up to $500 on a scratch-off ticket from American One Credit Union. And every scratch-off ticket is a winner. For more information or to apply for an American One loan, visit AmericanOneCU.org. Federally insured by the NCUA. At Consumers Energy, we believe change is imagining. Change is big, small, clean. Him, them, us, you. Together, we can bring clean energy to Michigan and protect the environment for generations to come. Learn about your clean energy choices and how you can become a force of change. ConsumersEnergy.com slash change. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. If you're looking for a personalized car buying experience, then visit the team at Auto Merchants. Buy, sell, and trade without the backroom haggling. You'll work with one person start to finish. Put our 30 years of financing experience to work finding your next ride. Welcome back to The Morning Show. We're with Debbie Kelly, Vice President at the Enterprise Group, and we're talking Manufacturing Month, Manufacturing Day, Manufacturing. How is manufacturing in Jackson kind of as a whole in Jackson County? Well, actually, it's, it's going well. We have a few people that are growing and expanding. We have a few people that are very anxious for the new industrial park to mm -hmm. break ground. Um, a few folks are kind of busting at the seams, if you will. Um, but the biggest issue is workforce. Mm -hmm. So it's appropriate that uh, Manufacturing Day is coming. We want uh, our future workforce to know about this career pathway that's available to them. We want them to know how many opportunities are available to them, that our county is ready for them with all sorts of different programs and pathways to help these students or anyone that wants to change a career. So um, yeah, that's, that's the biggest issue is finding workforce. So the new industrial park on County Farm, that mm -hmm. is likely to uh, be occupied by current Jackson County manufacturers. Yes, mm -hmm. yes absolutely. Um, they really, there's not a lot of available property for them to grow and expand. So that's one of the reasons why we really have to be proactive in our community and find the next spot for mm -hmm. the next industrial park. So that's, you know, one of our missions at the Enterprise Group is to find that where that big piece of property is, get it ready for our, you know, for our existing manufacturers. We want to make sure we help them grow and expand. And you know, if we can attract people along the way, wonderful. But we want to take care of, yeah. 
you know, our folks that we have here. Talk about that. You guys aren't just pointing out and uh, get, you know, there's a field you guys could come to. You guys are doing a lot of work to get these sites potentially ready for investors. Right. There's a lot of due diligence that's necessary. You got to consider, you know, environmental issues. You got to consider, you know, is there any endangered species like the bats, for example? Um, that doesn't seem fair. I know, but you got to protect the bats. The bats. <laughs> uh, Tim Rogers, your president, he's yeah. such an outdoorsman. Does he go out in his uh, hip boots and, and uh, scout, the, <laughs> scout the fields before? Uh, mm -hmm. He does not, but he does go out there. Um, kind of, he goes out with you know whatever township we happen to be working with or engineer. So yeah, we. We hold each other's hands through the entire process because you know we like to make sure we're project managing all these different um, due diligence efforts, whether it be working with you know Jack Ripstra, the township engineer from Blackman, helping you know figure out where the water's going to go, where's the sewer going to go, where's the fiber going to go. There's all sorts of little pieces before you can even break ground, which you know a lot of it is behind the scenes work that people don't see mm -hmm. until when they see the big cranes out there and they see things going up. Then oh yay, a new industrial park, but. It's, I mean, we've been working on this for two years right. now. So it takes a long time to get to that groundbreaking step. What's the timeline? When do you think you'll actually have someone that will uh, decide to locate there? We're hoping to break ground March, April of mm -hmm. 2022, early spring. And once we get the infrastructure into the park, get kind of the, uh, the road cul-de-sac in, get the water sewer, um, we can start, the, the LDFA of Blackman Township can start selling parcels. I don't want to so put you on the spot. Hopefully, May, April, May. Maybe? I don't want to put you on the spot, but pick a manufacturer in in town and, and just tell us a little bit something about them that's unique or something that you've learned uh, going in there that you had no idea was in town. Maybe. Oh gosh, um, one that always comes to my mind right off the bat is Lematic. Um, they slice hamburg buns, so when you go to McDonald's and you get your cheeseburger or whatever, that bun was probably sliced right here in Jackson. Um, we have so many manufacturers that you know. Like Technique, I didn't know that Ronnie was a NASCAR, uh, IndyCar racer, and he's got an IndyCar on mm -hmm. you know the wall at Technique, which is really cool. But um, so many of our manufacturers, they make parts for you know for the military, for you know tanks, jets, all sorts mm -hmm. of cool things. I could sit here for hours and tell you all the cool things. I mean, I don't have my list in front of me, but there's lots of different really cool things that our area manufacturers do and make. So those, yeah. that McDonald's on Michigan Ave, that's why they're always so busy, because Lematic's right down the road. See, that's right. exactly. Slicing those mm -hmm. buns. They have right. to do a lot of quality <laughs> control. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone wants to watch the Manufacturing Day video, it'll be on the Enterprise Group uh, website, enterprisegroup.org, starting on October 1st. And that will be shown to all students in Jackson County. And you are welcome to uh, tune in as well. Thanks for coming in today, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you. Debbie Kelly, Vice President of Operations at the Enterprise Group of Jackson. Stay with us. Coming up next on The Morning Show, Jackson City Manager Jonathan Green joins us. We've had a lot of COVID patients in the back of our trucks. COVID doesn't care who you are, where you live, or if you're healthy. We have a pretty big feeling that even though the numbers are down right now, we're going to see a pretty big surge by the end of summer, beginning of fall. We don't want to have to see people in our truck because of something that's preventable. So it's your decision to get vaccinated, and I think that you should do it if you're able to. It's safe, and it's time. Hi, I'm Avery Mullen. Over this last year, we've realized just how important family and community can be. Our family would like to say thank you. We truly appreciate you. Vermeulens is still here after 96 years because of the support of our amazing family, customers, and community. From all of us at Vermeulen Furniture, thank, thank you. you. Vermeulen Furniture, for your way of living. Jackson Public Schools, better than ever. District-wide building additions and improvements, 21st century learning furniture, added safety and security measures, and technology advancements for every classroom. All part of Jackson Public Schools' continued commitment to our students and our community. We are dedicated to providing our students the tools and environment to succeed. There is no better place for our students to learn than in person at Jackson Public Schools. Jackson Public Schools, bringing our community together to build a culture of academic excellence and workforce readiness. 
go Vikings. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and I'm here to answer your questions. Attention auto enthusiasts and casual cruising fans. The thrill is in the hunt. From the sleek curves of a candy red Stingray to the imposing frame of a jet black GTO. There's a surprise around every corner. Downtown car shows take place May through September on the fourth Friday of every month from 5.30 to 8 p.m. There's free fun for the whole family, including contests, giveaways, live music, and more. For more information, contact the Downtown Development Authority at 517-768-6410 or jacksondda.org. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Our next guest is our city manager, Jonathan Green. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. Yeah, it's good to see you. It's uh, kind of a crummy day in Jackson, but it's been a great summer and fall in Jackson so far. Um, did you get a chance to check out any of the bright walls? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, being intimately involved in the planning and the logistics of it, I can't, like, just walk away at the end yeah. when, when everything's <laughs> happening. <laughs> but, you know, kind of still stay in the background and let the community enjoy the event. Mm -hmm. And really, that's why, that's what I really get out of it. The art is fantastic. The murals are great. What the the, the phenomenal artists they have are just, it's just mind blowing. Mm -hmm. The work they can do. Watching the community interact with it and react to it yeah. is where is where I get my joy. Yeah, especially people. You know, we we see people that we don't see on a daily basis at those events, and it is cool, it, it, right? And as you guys, as creatures of downtown, for as long as you've been. You probably know the usual suspects, yep. and when you see a whole group of people coming into the community, you're like, "Wow, okay, this is different. It's this cool. Hit, this is hitting a little different." Yeah, it's cool though. Um, and the food trucks were great. It oh, was yeah. a good layout. Obviously, uh, the city did a wonderful job. Bright Walls did a wonderful job, and uh, man, the artists were so talented. Yeah, so so talented. I mean, then look at that crowd. I mean, how we're you can feel the energy off. Bart of that, was in the middle that of that thing for most of the were night. You, Crowd surfing? Yeah, he was. He, yeah, he was in there. It's, I mean, they were, they, the Brightwalls people counted the uh, number of people that came in to, on Friday night. Mm -hmm. It was 4,000. Yeah. And then overall, throughout the three-day festival, uh, over 10,000. Yeah, it's amazing. It's cool. Yeah. And, you know, that the band they had was fantastic. Play songs, everyone knows the words, too. Mm -hmm. It's just a massive party. It's fantastic to be a part of. A lot of people from out of town, out of state, came to this yes. specifically. Yeah. <coughs> To be part of the Bright Walls. Yeah, it's because amazing. it's got to make make you proud. I mean, you think when you know you kind of started downtown Jackson years and years ago. What a what a night and day difference where we're at today, Jonathan. To be to be fair, it, I'm really pleased by it just to have someone not the city or DDA, as you can imagine, <laughs> doing an event downtown right. that's yeah. successful. Yeah. Because for the longest times it was just. The DDA putting on car shows or the the shopping days mm -hmm. or or whatever, and it's like when can we get some some support from the community? When is someone going to see the value of downtown and hosting events downtown? And with Bright Walls, I mean, they've made it that much better. They took an event, they took it downtown, and they created a place where people will now come forever just to see what's up. It's amazing the the mm -hmm. team uh, that. Young professionals group has done. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, sure. Yes. They, you know, and they're getting contacted by um, communities all over the country, asking, "Hey, how did you guys yeah. pull this off? They want to replicate the success." Yeah. I hope we don't tell them. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it'll be important for the young professionals to think of the next big thing. That's right. Yeah, you we're know. counting on them. You know, and I know uh, people say, why do you always focus on downtown? Why talk downtown, downtown, downtown? But this is one of the reasons that, that downtown has to focus. It does, it creates the heart of the city that the city yeah. grows around. It's the hub. It's, it's really the hub. It's the energy hub. It's the people hub. And I will say over time, and I think we're starting to see it now, there is growth that's in the outside of downtown that stems from that. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're, we meant to talk about it today, but you know, after a long time of being vacant, the Allen School out on mm -hmm. the east side by the hospital is gonna turn into the Allen School lofts. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's amazing. You think mm -hmm. about, well, all you were doing is focusing on downtown. Well, 
we, we were working on, on the heart of, of, the, of, the, organ, of the organ organization or, the, or the, the being, and then we're starting to see success in other places. And we've also got, um, in addition to that development, another uh, proposal for uh, the Blackstone Apartments. Yeah, and that's really great too. Another good component for housing downtown, workforce housing downtown. So the people who work in our restaurants, the people who work in our daycares, the people who, people who we interact with on a daily basis, usually in the service industry, this housing development would be perfect for them. While we're talking development, let's talk about the Hotel Hayes a little bit. We got to uh, walk through that beast, if you will. <laughs> what you a think? massive structure. Um, you can <clears throat> kind of see the potential. What do you think walking through that building? Well, I've walked through it so many times, and we have some footage up here now. Uh, it, you know, that place is like a second home <laughs> to me. <laughs> I've got my work home, my office, <clears throat> the many offices I've occupied in City Hall and in other places. And then the haze has always been a priority for me since 2009. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I, I'm really confident that this, this last, this latest push, the concerted effort that we've engaged with, with Scott Fleming and the Anchor mm -hmm. Initiative, bringing in our partners at the Michigan Municipal League and the Michigan Economic Development uh, Corporation. Um, this, I truly believe, is, is it, and I think um, we finally aligned all the incentives. We finally aligned all of the kind of the scope of work that's going to be needed to redevelop a, a big project like this. And you know, it, it'll be really nice when these pictures are, are get to take video yes. again and we get to see this in, mm -hmm. in the great condition that it's going to be returned to. And this hotel rooms were small back in the day. Very small, very right. small hotel rooms. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. what, that's the one thing that everyone says. I can't believe people stayed in these. But uh, yeah, it was cool. I think it, the building just needs air conditioning and it's ready to go. <laughs> this will... Maybe some paint. Yeah, maybe right. some paint. It's, paint. it's really easy. It's just hot in there, isn't it? <laughs> but this, this project um, will, will potentially bring a ton of people downtown, you know, seven days a week. You know, I mean, this could be great. Yeah, a, a redevelopment project of this size. I mean, the, the Hayes Hotel, Hotel Hayes, depending on where you're from and when you got to Jackson, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Hotel Hayes, yeah. as it's rightly called, it's 120,000 square feet overall, 100,000 usable square feet. Um, so it is going to be a mix of retail, mm -hmm. commercial, of long-term housing, like condos and apartments and then hopefully a hotel component it's gonna and and maybe even you know a business office mm -hmm. component as well just because it is so big and it needs the, the future use needs to be so broad to pull something like that off yeah and when you first put that sign in the window at the hotel haze <laughs> uh, when you first came to jackson there wasn't uh, a way to really gauge the need of a project like that now you've got now there's evidence. Yeah, we have evidence, we have data, statistics, studies galore that show the need, number one, of housing, show the desire, uh, bona fide desire by, by, our, by our local businesses saying, if, you have a, if we can get a hotel mustered up enough gumption for a hotel, we're gonna fill it with people coming mm -hmm. to town to visit um, our companies. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it was at that point way back in 2009, 2010, it was just like do whatever we could mm -hmm. to, to get it redeveloped. Yeah. And, and now we've, we've been able to round that out with statistics and, and finally a good, uh, I would say, incentive environment to make it happen. Yeah, and, it's, and this building has not just sat. I mean, the city has uh, upkept it. I mean, to, to what you needed to we, do. To we be made able to some show. smart investments over the years, and I credit my predecessor for seeing the need for that and, you know, working with the right people to get things done. I mean, mm -hmm. I, you know, my, my biggest, uh, you know, role in all of that was just to oversee some of the, the projects that were happening, but the, the roof, getting the roof taken care of and removing a lot of the carpet and moisture holding materials mm -hmm. um, was important to the preservation of it. And the exterior is solid, mm -hmm. uh, looks really good. Over the years, we've had our problems with vandals uh, coming in and, and breaking in and doing things uh, nasty to the building. So th some of the exterior doors need some help, but mm -hmm. I mean, that's, uh, that's easily fixed. It's just frustrating that we, it's frustrating that we have to deal with that. Yeah. And that it's, people think it's okay to deface or, or hurt or, or break someone else's property. And I don't know why, if they think it's because of the city that, that it's acceptable, um, but I don't think in, in any 
uh, in any reason or any regard, mm -hmm. it'd be all right for, for me to like, you know, come and paint your house <laughs> with graffiti or break your window. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't- Press charges, I yeah, think, Yeah, I, right? I, don't, yeah. I don't understand the rationale for that. And yeah. it's, and you know, I will say we've done the best that we've, we can do and we could have done with the resources we have and the time and effort we could put into mm -hmm. it. But I just, over, over the years, it, all that has happened and it's been really frustrating. So it'd be really nice to get this back and, and living again. Yeah, in fact, this past August, we are, in September, our hotels have been full on the weekends, so yeah. there's uh -huh. yeah, definitely a need. There's definitely a need. Yep. Uh, also, we uh, continue to uh, expand our uh, recreation facilities. Yeah, right? A really great uh, ribbon cutting on a trail, Safe Routes to School Trail mm -hmm. in Ellishar Park and over in that area. And you have the video up now, and it's, man, that, that bridge, I... Uh, I <laughs> Why is it so big? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the white water underneath yeah. it, Andy. <laughs> the rapids. I, that's the first thing I thought when I came up to it. Was like, I, I know I see plans and I see how things are going to look on paper. Um, and then, yeah, I see this great video Aaron took um, crossing the bridge and on the trail. But then when you, you go up to it and you're like, oh, this, is, this was bigger than I imagined because... I don't often, I don't always get to our construction projects while they're happening. Um, so when I when I rolled up on that the first time over in the park, it was like, okay, this is this is pretty big. It's but cool. Though. It's it's a great connection. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a really great recreation uh, opportunity to to connect all of our trails together and even get onto the the MLK Trail and get on the Falling Waters, then get into the city as well. But then, you know safely migrating kids, school-age right. kids, from their homes to the schools is, is really the main point of that project. And people are using uh, these trails constantly. It's awesome to see the use. The disc golf is so busy. It's <laughs> unbelievable. And that was one thing I wasn't really familiar with. And uh, we were over at Ellis Sharp for the Hall of Fame ceremony. And you look over, I mean, it's packed. Yes. Disc golf is All packed. the time. Yeah. All the time. And they're just... It's, it's amazing to see, because you're like, well, disc golf, that can't be that many people who do that. Oh, yeah, but there is. I think maybe everyone who does disc golf just always does it there all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's amazing. But <clears throat> we've never, still never tried it. Well, you know, we've had. Can't get a tea time. That's probably why. <laughs> tea time. Well, you just walk on. Yeah. <clears throat> that is what's nice about it. You just walk on. It's great. We'll yeah. have to try it. It's free. It is. Also, uh, free, or not quite free, but nearly free. Uh, the city's uh, unloading some properties. And you, you want to... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that correction. Not quite free. Almost Close. free. <laughs> it's a fire sale. Oh, yeah. Um, very, very proud of this project. Um, when I took over, I, I, I looked at our finances and saw some opportunities where we could do a couple of things. One, shore up city finances by, by selling some of our excess property. And number two, make a difference in the neighborhood with the neighbors who live next to our vacant properties. So now this slide's a little dated. We're getting close to 100 side lots wow. sold. Mm -hmm. And I think we're at 12 homes. And really the existing homes are a lot of our old stock from when the city began acquiring properties at the tax foreclosure mm -hmm. um, back in like 2011, 2012. So a lot of these properties, you know, going forward, we're gonna do a lot better at returning these properties back into you know, owner's hands sooner rather than later because, you know, over time something, you know, we were just talking about the haze and, and it's a vacancy, anything vacant with heat turned off and, and not being taken care of does deteriorate. So going forward when the city has opportunities to acquire properties um, like this, um, you'll see a quicker turnaround to hit the market sooner and be put back in the hands of people who will live there, people who may uh, rent it out as well. Um, but our side lots, mm -hmm. that's up now, it's, it's, it's really nice to and listen to the stories of someone, you know, growing their yard. And it's, uh, you know, it's not like, you know, you or I can go around buying side lots at 300 a pop. These are just, <laughs> yes, just for, for the neighbors. The neighbors. Yes. Yeah. Brandon, I saw you kind of looking at that there. <laughs> He's going to be a real estate mogul. Yeah, real estate mogul. But it is great. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, to be able to enhance the size of your property and you get some pride of ownership, it just makes the city look better. It's good stuff. Yeah, and that's, that's what it's all about. Yep. Pride of ownership and enhancing our neighborhoods. Are, are there some buildable lots? There, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there totally are. Um, what we're focusing on right now are the side lots. Mm -hmm. So over time, when that starts to slow down and, and diminish, 
we'll be looking in areas where we can combine some lots or um, looking for the larger parcels to maybe entice building on those on those uh, properties. Building is a little rough right now with prices, but yeah, it's normalizing. Sounds like you think we're in for a tough winter. You bought 600 tons of salt. <laughs> <laughs> we did buy a lot of salt, but that, that's our normal purchase. Um, it, I mean, in Michigan, anyone's guess uh, yeah. as to what the weather's gonna be like, but we have to be prepared. Um, and then, you know, it always is a little odd to be buying salt in like September. Yeah. Sometimes we've done it in August and people are like, why are you doing this? It's yeah. like, well, you have to get ready. You can't yeah. wait for that first snow to be like, oh man, <laughs> run to Home Depot or something. Salt, yeah. Yeah, hit hit Kassler's up, they see if they got some bags of salt. It doesn't work like that when you have hundreds of miles of roads and sidewalks you need to take care of, so. Uh, the social district, uh, are we gonna see that yet this year? You, you know, it's, it, I don't know, to be <laughs> honest with you. It's all about the, the, the businesses taking advantage of that. And yeah. I think we've got a couple who have applied at least to the to the city and had received our blessing. I think there's a few more coming, but it, we're only that's that's only as good that 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 opportunity is only as good as they make it. Mm -hmm. I think some of the business some of the bars downtown thought uh, during Bright Walls that oh well I guess we should have done this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think maybe uh, yeah they definitely should have. <laughs> yeah, you know it's one of those things where. You can't fault them too much. They you have to learn uh, mm -hmm. kind of how things are going to go, and yeah, you know. So, uh, what uh, what would you say your favorite part of the transition from when you first got here to Jackson to now is, as far as um, just the improvements that have been made? My favorite transition, man. That's hard to say. I would probably say two, two top two. Um, would be this big Michigan Avenue project, mm -hmm. underground infrastructure project, dig downtown Jackson. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. Favorite in the sense that how when it, when it was done, mm. it was better than I think most people expected. And then Blackland Park, mm -hmm. um, tearing down the old Consumers mm -hmm. Energy headquarters and turning that into a park. Both projects I was intimately involved in, worked on them every day, learned a lot about construction, learned a lot about grades, pipes, infrastructure stuff that I would normally in my <laughs> position get exposed to but now I know it and um, I think downtown is better for both projects they were tough to get through mm -hmm. no doubt about that so favorite in the sense of did I enjoy being at meetings you know uh, getting tomatoes thrown at me by our businesses <laughs> about how how they're gonna survive and things like that yeah. um, definitely not in that regard but yeah. like I said I think when at the end it turned out to be better than anyone really thought it was yeah gonna be. I'll agree with that both Definitely, both projects surpassed anyone's expectations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great to see you. Thanks for uh, yeah. stopping Thank by. Thanks for having me on, Appreciate guys. Appreciate it. Our city manager, City of Jackson, Jonathan Green. Uh, the morning show continues. We'll be right back. Center for Family Health is excited to announce that our school health centers will be fully open and ready to serve this school year. With locations all over Jackson County, the centers make it easy for students and parents to access health care. It's like having a doctor's office in your child's school. Appointments and drop-in care are available. Call 517-748-5500 or visit centerforfamilyhealth.org for more information on how our school health centers can help you. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for more than 30 years. The PIC Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Good weather is here, and the Grand River Farmer's Market is open in downtown Jackson. Shop fresh Michigan-sourced food and quality products directly from local farmers and artisans every Friday and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. 
Fresh fruits, vegetables, sweets, crafts, and so much more. Accepting cash, credit cards, EBT, and Double Up Food Bucks. Conveniently located at the corner of Mechanic and Pearl Streets along the Grand River. I'm Ben Kreish, Principal of Paragon Charter Academy, a school that's outperformed the local district on the state test for more than 10 years. Life changed in March when we closed our building, but even from home, our kids thrived. And while we may not know what next year holds, we have a plan and the technology to support it, including providing all our students with Chromebooks for learning outside the classroom. If you'd like your child to be a part of a community that's safe, challenging, and focused on their long-term success, give us a call today. If you're looking for a high-quality, affordable alternative to the emergency room, then come to IEP Urgent Care's new location in Jackson. It's the same great ER physicians who have been providing care through our local hospitals since 2008, but now with a new location to serve you better. Our ER-trained providers believe high-quality care is for everyone, so we work with all insurances, including Medicaid and Medicare. Come see us on East Michigan Ave. Welcome back to the morning show. Yesterday we told you about the Hidden Valley Ranch uh, Halloween packets to give away and the costume. Mm. Well, there's a new item you can add to the costume. Now there's Hidden Valley Ranch shoes. Crocs. Crocs. That's and they, impressive. Uh, are available at Hidden Valley Ranch. They're selling more merch. I'm gonna buy them right now than, for my daughter. And if you want something a little more disgusting to put on your feet, KFC. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I was in a meeting yesterday with someone and I'm not going to say who, but they said, you go try that new KFC chicken sandwich. It'll put you in a coma. It's so good. Really? Yeah. I know who your meeting was with now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of KFC, uh, in uh, New Zealand, two men were arrested uh, for trying to smuggle in a large amount of uh, KFC during uh, a lockdown where all fast food outlets had to shut their doors. So the two men attempted to uh, s smuggle in this amount of KFC uh, product. <laughs> uh, three buckets of chicken, 10 tubs of coleslaw, a big stash of fries, and a number of empty ounce bags. Jeez. Big that surprise. looks like the inside of Aspen one hour yesterday with all those Cracker Barrel <laughs> containers they had. It did. Oh uh, so I just tried to buy the Crocs. And they're sold out. Yeah, of course they're sold out. Crocs are sold out. Ella would have liked those. She she's has got... Crocs. Yeah. You know, Brandon, does your yeah. son have Crocs yet? Yes. Yes. Okay, he does. Yeah. yeah. Does he have the little things that you put on him? Through the through the uh, holes. No. Okay. The charms. The charms. We'll Crocs we'll charms. Uh, we'll see if we can get you some of those. We you have know, an the, excess amount. We have to. No, we'd love to. Yeah. Oh, we'd love shortage, to. Shortage of uh, bus drivers, school bus drivers. I know. Uh, in in Massachusetts, they couldn't get a school bus to take a group of kids on a field trip, so they got a uh, another bus, and they couldn't get that, so the place sent a party bus. Oh, that's. Dripper poles. <laughs> the kids went on a field trip yes. on that part. Oh, the bus. kids, I'm sure they just love that. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, the teacher said it made for a fantastic day. <laughs> Someone call Rose Limo. That's awesome. Right. That's cool. Mm -hmm. You know what? They should maybe start running out party buses to go pick up kids. I'm mm -hmm. sure they're easier to repair than a school bus. Probably. No seatbelts. <laughs> no seatbelts. And a bar to hold on to. Yeah. That's it for today. Join us tomorrow. We'll be joined by Dr. Cortland Catan, and we'll have the Chamber Connection and Mark Snyder from the Home Builders Show. That's it for today. We'll see you tomorrow.